<laughs> are we just gonna say it? And we all just wanna feel, wanna be real. Yeah, we okay. all just wanna Hi, welcome back to another episode of The Vicious Virgos. Um, it's our second episode. How you feeling, Lon? Good. Oh, and by the way, we're Elon and Jacqueline. I just felt like we needed to say that because oh I don't God. think they know us yet. We're not famous yet. Soon, <laughs> but not yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. Maybe. This no. one I feel good about, though. I feel Are you really sure? Good. Yeah, I do. I feel good about it. It's one of my favorite topics. I'm okay. really excited about it. Okay. Are you ready? I think so. I think okay. so. I'm I'm actually... I'm, I'm excited that we're doing this a little spontaneously tonight. Yeah. Um, I guess we should phrase this and tell everyone we were just eating dinner. Yeah. We had these great tacos and we're sitting there and we're like, well, what are we going to do tonight? And I look at Lon and I go, we're going to record. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what we're going to do. Like I'm done with work. I am, you know, procrastinating on schoolwork that I could I am be doing. feeling really phlegmy from my hot sauce. So yeah. it's perfect timing. Yeah. And Colin's going to sit here and listen to me go. Yep. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. too. I mean, whatever. We're real people. We got yeah. real problems. Yep. So today we're going to talk about something that has become very popular. I mean, people who are into astrology are going to roll their eyes at this, but recently this has become very popular on TikTok, the moon sign. And want to specify that people always kind of, especially people into astrology will say, what is your top, like your big three? And when they talk about the big three, what they're talking about is the sun sign, which everyone is very familiar with. So that's like your zodiac sign, right? That's your, what governs your identity, your personality, your ego, how you see yourself, who you are at all times. Then you have the rising sign, which is like the window into your soul. Okay. So that's like your fun rising sign. It becomes sometimes less relevant when you get older. It's your outer self. The sun is your core self. Um, it governs your first impressions, who you are on the surface, how strangers see you, and it indicates how you approach the world. So rising sign, you have to find it with your birth time similar to the moon. Your moon sign is your inner self. Okay. It's like your emotional compass, it's your emotional blueprint. It governs your emotions, who you are in private, how your inner circle sees you and indicates your comfort zones. It's a very important sign. Why is it important? Because it's your emotions. It's the people that know you most. That's who like knows you as your moon sign. So for example, let's talk about ourselves here. So I am a Virgo sun with a Sagittarius moon, which sucks. Um, because it means that I'm a little crazy. Um, so it, that Sagittarius moon makes me a lot more fiery and impulsive and dramatic than the average Virgo. Now, Miss Jacqueline over here, she is a Virgo as well. However, her moon sign is an Aquarius, meaning that she is a little bit more, let's see, how can we phrase this? I'm even extra Virgo. Yeah. Extra Virgo. And, and really just like all over the place, sometimes kind of an enigma. Don't really understand her. And it's just, but it makes us really good friends because fire and air are happy together. And then earth and earth. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then, well, my rising, right? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. a Leo. So mm -hmm. that's also a fire, fire match. Yeah. I'm Sagittarius. So it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. So we so don't we ever have no argue. water. We have no, yeah. <laughs> completely emotionless people. Um, so yeah, the moon sign is, is such an important part of who you are. I think it's completely overlooked without knowing someone's moon sign. If you're really into astrology, you don't really know who they are at their core. And it's really helpful when you're like trying to, uh, you know, find a romantic partner, especially in really close relationships. So that's actually one of the things that Alana and I have been um, consulting, I guess, is the best word for it, especially since 
you know, I'm single and not that we need to emphasize that any more than we already do, but it'll be available. Her number, (laughs) (laughs) my, my phone number is on my Bumble and my hinge and my Tinder and J swipe. I have an Aquarian moon. That's exactly what it is. And my Sagittarius moon is like, absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, it's, it's been one of those things now where, when we look at compatibility, uh, for me specifically, we now jump straight to the, okay, what time were you born? Right. Which brings me to your chart, right? So we'll, we'll dive into charts another day. But if you want to know your moon sign, you most likely need to know what time of day you were born because they change every two, two and a half days. So it's very, very important. Without that, I mean, I thought for a hot minute there that I was a uh, Scorpio moon and my life was very different. And when I found out I was Sag moon, I was like, this makes so much sense. You thought you were a Scorpio? Yeah, there was actually a moment where I thought I was a Gemini rising too. And don't even get me started on how depressed I was for like a good two days. And then I got the right time. And it was a 15 minute difference. Might have been 18 minute difference. Wow. So it makes a difference. Um, so should we jump right in? I the- mean, well, can we do what we always do first? What do we do? I, I like to make this. Is only this- a separate episode. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know. But this is going to be like, I really, really like this idea of having this tradition Kay. whenever we're like opening an episode. Like, yeah, we can go ahead and like talk about what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. But let's get to my favorite part. So what do I like to talk about at the beginning of our episodes? Oh, Ilana? horoscopes. Not just a horoscope, it's our compatibility for oh, yes. the day. Go ahead. So, uh, today is August 3rd. That's when we're recording. Mm-hmm. And it says, Jacqueline B., when things aren't going your way, it can seem easier to cling to your own mental system. Elana mm-hmm. the Virgo, on the other hand, will feel unoriginal. They're not interested in your philosophical take on things right now. Your misunderstanding is actually an opportunity. If you don't have anything nice to say, dot, dot, dot. Is that about you? Anything this nice is our compatibility. Oh, sorry. Okay. This makes sense. Checks out. Checks out. So you shouldn't be philosophical when you respond today. Just very matter of fact, apparently. <laughs> I mean, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Please don't do I don't that. know what I need the do. philosophical side of you. It's important. Ugh. As an aqua moon. It keeps you grounded. It keeps you grounded. Yeah. But I'll I'll try I mean, our entire podcast is called The Vicious Virgos. Do I seriously have to like watch no. what I say today? No. You do okay, not. great. So we know going into this, this is an entertainment podcast. Correct. No hard feelings. Yep. Just so everyone's aware. Because we keep getting told by our producer that people don't understand our relationship and it just sounds like we're really mean to each other. But it's I'm okay. gonna pass through that. But it's Just totally go. okay. Yeah. We've been friends for seven over seventeen years. Mm-hmm. The rapport that we have developed is consensual. Mm, got it. Yeah, it's a good word. Very twenty twenty one. Yeah. So anyway, so that's our compatibility yes. horoscope for awesome. the day. Love now it. I'll let you take it away. No, it's fine. Yeah. Um, okay. So something that's very important to note is that each sign is in a different house. So I'm going to address these by the sign and by the house. Got it. Got it. And there will be a quiz at the end. I will be quizzing you. It's an important part of today. Okay. Oh, crap. <laughs> okay. Aries moon, meaning the moon in the first house. Okay. So Aries moon is in the first house. Thank you very much. Okay. So this is a very impulsive intensity of a person, um, especially when they're challenged. They hate when people are weak. Um, they overcompensate sometimes with rage and aggression when they feel attacked. They're very quick to anger, but very fast to forgive. Um, They're go-getters, so that's the positives. (laughs) Um, At their emotional core, though, they are still impulsive, passionate, independent, excitable. 
I think when they express their relationship, their feelings in a relationship with someone that they like or someone they're trying to, you know, pair a potential partner or whatever, or their loved ones, they're very like childlike, kind of playful. The problems here is that they can be, like I said, argumentative, immature, and as always, Aries, extremely competitive, which, you know, is nice and also not nice. So how do you feel about the Aries moon, Sitch? Um, The only person I know with an Aries moon is actually one of my really, really good friends. Mm. Actually, two of them, to be completely honest. Um, One of them is uh, the gal that I used to sit next to at work. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is my mentor. Oh, which interesting. Is, yeah, right? So they both have Aries moons. Um, now, granted, I do have this weird, not guilt, but desire for approval from both of them. Like, I'm afraid that I'm going to hurt their feelings or disappoint well, yeah. them. That or... checks out with what it said about it being, you know, impulsive and competitive. And I mean, that Aries are scary. Like, can we just call a spade a spade? They're scary people. I mean, they're sweet and like fun to be around, but they're scary. I am not, I, you know, the areas in my life, I, I always say I'll take her to a fight and she would knife someone for me. And I'm not really that worried about it. She would definitely do it. You know what I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about, but that's also her sun sign. Yes, that's true. She has a water sign moon. Believe it or not, she's Pisces moon. Here's the thing about Aries moon. I think that having an Aries moon is very powerful because it means that you are able to conquer a lot of things, get through a lot of problems. But I think the thing you're going to run into here as the annoying obstacle is that you are going to get really offended very, very easily, which is just not like it just sucks. Like that just sucks. And you're going to react to things really impulsively, which is going to be obnoxious for people around you. But it's only (sighs) going to be the close people yeah only the close people it's only the close people those are the only people you're gonna hurt they always say we hurt the people closest to us yep those are the people who get hurt i mean if you're a double aries then god help you because that sucks that's just like world destruction right there but if you're a pisces with an aries moon that would be awesome which means that you're probably more of a doer than the average pisces that would be cool imagine being a water sign with a fire sign moon that's 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 like the stuff to me that seems really like a good thing that seems really conflicting though like i feel like there's a lot of like uh, psychological turmoil that that person will experience. Sounds nice to me. It's well, just, it's just very push-pull. Think about it. They're yeah, opposites. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so what about... But an air sign with a, an air sign with a fire moon would be pretty cool. Fire moon. I always think that's so cool. I have a... My fire moon. I don't know. It sounds weird. It sounds like something from Twilight. Yeah, it really does. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? Okay. Taurus moon. Don't yawn. Oh, my God. I was actually going to yawn. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, her, her hate of Taurus is not hate, just like boredom. And I, I mean, I love them. Okay. So second house, right? So Taurus moons, very sensual, very romantic creatures. Um, they're very slow to anger, very grounded. They like a sense of security and safety. So that means like their homes, for example, they have to make very tranquil, like a sanctuary. Everything has to be very, very beautiful and, I don't know, like just you go in and there's like candles and incense and sage. It's very like voodoo. Everyone likes it. Um, They need to feel secure. So everything in their life has to make them feel secure financially. They're pretty loyal, devoted friends, although annoying. Good partners. They can be good relatives. They take a lot of pride in nurturing, giving advice. Um, I actually find the Taurus moons in my life are some of the best advice givers I know. And they're very honest. Sometimes in a like soul search sucking way where you're like, Oh God, you know too much. Um, but, but they take pride in that nurturing and they help that builds like a really strong emotional connection over time. 
However, they struggle to adapt. They're very stubborn, just like regular Taurus. They move forward after a relationship is no longer serving them as well. So if they don't think that you're a good match for them anymore, bye-bye, see you later. <laughs> so that's, you know, that's the bad side about Taurus. I mean, they live kind of in their own world. So if you have a Taurus moon, you're going to feel very alone. And it's going to really take a really intense soul to get you to open up. Probably like a water moon or an earth moon. You know, fire air moon is going to really just not sit well with you it doesn't make you feel secure at all so what do you think about that I honestly um of course you know me like I don't I can't bring people like right off the bat and remember so you don't sponsor us yet but you will one day so I literally <laughs> just opened up my co-star to see like okay who do I know with a Taurus it's moon? a great tool it's a and great I tool. know nobody oh so I it. really so like my commentary is very limited tonight look I'll say this because I know a few of them um, the ones that I know are actually fairly calm. Like they're pretty calm people. Like their, their sun signs are not calm. Like they're either like a Pisces. Or, I shouldn't say that. They're pretty calm, but they're, they're neurotics. So they're either Capricorn or they're a Pisces, the ones that I know. And their Taurus moon, I think, su- significantly grounds them. It's really important. But let, let's talk about Taurus in general, right? Because you know Taurus in your life. Like think about the traits about the Taurus that you like and don't like. So what do you not like? Because we all know you don't like Taurus very much. I think they're boring. Okay. I do. Go I think, on. I think they're weird. Yes. Um, And I think that there's just something about them that is just kind of like socially awkward. Yeah, because like they, they live don't in their own little world. They don't understand boundaries. Mm, that's um, very true. They also, it's like an, like what's the term where it's the um, like ostrich with their head in the sand or I can't remember the exact term, but it's basically like they stick their head in the sand and refuse to see the world around them. Yes, this is true. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, they're, they bother me. Yeah, but they're dark souls. You know what I mean? They're very dark. I find that really hot. No, they're not. Like they're the boring. You know, there are different types of Tauruses, okay? Some of them are a little dark and deep, not that boring. And other ones are quite boring. But you know what? And when they're they, flaky. Uh, that I don't agree with. I, I think, don't they're, think flaky. they're flaky. Oh, it's fascinating. What, what is an example of, a fl- of something that happened with a Taurus that's flaky? Um, you get left on red a lot. That I agree with. But yeah. They don't know what to say. They want to say something clever. They're very no, calculated. I think they're like, they're, they're very similar to the, um, they're that person that has 175 unread messages <laughs> on their phone. And like, it's that friend, right? They've got 2,700 emails that haven't been opened or addressed. You mean my husband? (laughs) And you just wonder, it's like, how do you get anything done? Like the lack of open communication between you and like other professionals or other relationships. It's like, what, where, what happened to you? Fascinating. See, I wouldn't have thought of them that way. I would have thought of them as the opposite. But now that I think about it, they are, can be quite clutter bugs. Yeah. Like they just have uh, tons of stuff around. So maybe that's how they are with their emotions. It's just a lot of clutter, but it's like organized clutter. Fascinating. I'm learning a lot from you. Thank Aww. you, Sensei. I appreciate that. Should we move on to the crazy moon or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's cool. keep going. Let's see what happens. All right. So the one you've been waiting for, third house, Gemini. Mm. You know, I love a Gemini. I don't love a Gemini. They're the worst. Um, I had a date with a Gemini this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Should we go over this and then you can get to that? Or should we talk about that first? No, let's let's talk about the moon okay, sign. Fine. Okay. He hasn't added me on CoStar yet. Well, then he's not worth I know. your time. That's how I feel. I about know. It. That's how I feel. So this is a very chatty sign. 
So because that's their moon is a Gemini, they're going to be just chatty. They're gonna, that's where their soul wants to go. They want to talk. They, uh, pretty much fuse their love language with their emotions there, their love of language. Sorry. So their talking is almost like how they emote, which is very irritating to those of us that like to just sit there and stare into each other's eyes or take in the sounds around us. No, they don't know how to do that. It's has to tech, 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 all the time. They really, really like Woody banter. They love to debate. They love to argue with you. They like legitimately want to get under your skin. It pisses them like you off, but they love that. It's like a, I come back to Brad from sex life. That is a, that he probably is a Gemini moon. Um, they, when they express their feelings, I would say it's very light and free spirited. It's not going to be like intense. Now, if it is intense, it's very like, like, Oh my God, I love you. Like that of nowhere. It's very strange. Like you're literally like just be on a, like anywhere and they'll just say it randomly and then go do something else. Like they don't know how to like, it's very strange. Um, they like to rationalize their emotions, which is really weird. You don't even know how to go into that. Super strange. Gemini like analyze their emotions like a, like a robot. It's very strange. Um, I think that they only do that though when they really feel like they can focus uh, in, in there in the moment with someone they actually can connect with because otherwise there's no way they're going to ever express their emotions. They will rarely tell you how they really feel. They probably don't know how I really feel about you. They probably are dating five other people at the same time. It's easier. And they talk in circles about their emotions. Um, they don't know how to deal with their feelings. In fact, you, it, I don't think they have feelings. That's what I decided. Gemini is like, they, it, it's hard, so hard to explain. The moon in a Gemini is so important because with Gemini as a sun sign, you're going to get a totally different person out of each Gemini. That moon is going to define who they are. I truly believe that because they're two personalities. That moon's going to ground them. So if you're a Gemini with a Gemini mood, please do never talk to me. I have no interest. <laughs> That's so mean. I just, I can't with that sign. I'm sorry. It's not don't talk to me. Gross. It's just don't get in involved with me yeah don't even get near me I'm, I'm over i don't even think i have any gemini oh i do yeah i think it's more common than you think it is I, I think i just have like one or two though in my life i don't really talk to them so haha okay well i talk to one of them quite frequently in fact i just did a um reference for her mm. for work uh she also she's um got a sagittarius moon or that's, a sagittarius sun that's a so it's a, a very strong personality. It's, yeah. Strong well, personality. and she is, I mean, everything that I've told her about you, like she is, she's a very strong personality. Um, and I know that she's previously had, uh, commitment issues. Um, she really, really, really wants to be committed in relationships. There's just this part of her that like kind of holds her back. That's her sag. That's yeah. 100% her sag and her gem. Yeah, both of them. exactly. So it's just very interesting. Um, I mean, then again, like I have a lot of respect for her. I really enjoy our time together. Is she anxious and high strung? Uh, no. Interesting. Because that's super Gemini moon. No. So is Sagittarius. Um, well, okay. So it depends. In private, she will share her anxiety. Th that's what and, I mean. And her, yeah. her like future casting fear. Mm -hmm. um, but in public, it's very... Nobody knows. Do you feel like she likes being told how she feels? No. Interesting. Okay. So some characteristics of her gem moon, some not. Yeah, I don't think she likes to be analyzed. She's just like, let me figure it out on my own. Fascinating. Do you know her rising? Uh, Hang on. Let me take a look real quick. Because that, that might up. be a fascinating thing. Because Gemini moons, they like to be told how they feel. And then they like to decide if that's actually how they feel. Oh, yeah. That checks out. That makes sense. Yeah. Super stubborn little. Wow. Wow. Double sag. Double I sag feel with her. A I feel her. That double sag is tough. I'm double sag as well. Okay. Well, here's what I'm going to say to Gemini Moon. Advice. Do you have advice? Can I give advice? What do you think? What's uh, your advice? Well, I mean, I... I Journal. Yeah. 
you know, and that's always my advice. You're so silly. <laughs> but that's also, always, that is my advice. That's also, that's always my advice. But also, you're not going to be able to find a journal because you're going to like decide between seven of them. Just buy them all because I don't know. That's what you do. You're annoying. Yeah, they'll buy them all. And then like they'll have one journal for relationships, one yep. for family, yep. one for job. Then goals. they'll mix them up. And then honestly, they'll like write for like two weeks and they'll be like, meh, on to something new. Pretty sure. Yeah, that in Pisces. Okay. So, so this is in the fourth house. No, yeah, yeah, fourth house. It is the Cancer Moon. What can I say about this moon <laughs> aside from, wow, I'm sorry. This, this and the Scorpio Moon are just very challenging moons to have. You're very sensitive. You could probably say that you're somebody that has emotional outbursts. You are definitely an empath. Like, don't even, you don't need to do the test. You're an empath, okay? I think that you feel in a way that's almost like a, like nobody feels like you. It's like your superpower. Um, it's, you know, you have to remember that cancer is actually ruled by the moon. So to have a cancer moon sign is a big deal because you're literally the moon. And if you're a cancer, 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 I don't know how you live. And I don't know how you live if you're a double cancer either. I'm so sorry in advance. Um, so I will say that they are very, very affected by when the moon's changing. So anything that's going on with the planets, but particularly the moon, you know, how people say like, Oh my God, my dreams are crazy or my emotions are crazy because of the moon. Um, they really need to feel very safe and secure. They get very neurotic, crazy, like, ah, I need to feel, uh. um, they like want to be like in cozy clothes, like next to a fire. They want to feel really, really, really comfortable. So the negative thing here is that they're very fearful of abandonment. They need a lot of reassurance. They need nurturing, safety, all that stuff. It can be freaking obnoxious. Like, oh my God, I told you I loved you 17 times. Stop asking me. Not that I've never, I've definitely been that person before. So yeah, that's Cancer Moon. How do we feel about that? I don't have any Cancer Moons in my life. I, that, made, that checks out. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I have no Cancer Moons in my life. I will say that the Cancer Moon I know in my life used to be a very close friend of mine. I'll tell you after the show who this was. And uh, we don't speak anymore. Um, just very sensitive. Everything I said upset this person. Everything I said. Couldn't do business because of it. Just everything I said. And uh, yeah, it was a sad situation. I remember them telling me they were Cancer Moon a lot. And it's starting to check now. I'm like, oh, I get it. The more we it. learn about astrology, yeah. the more things yeah. are just... It's like puzzle pieces coming together. Yeah, 100%. I think that this, this moon is... Like I said, I think it's the most challenging because it's the deep... That and the Scorpio. I mean, the Scorpio moon is a little, it's the one everyone cares about. Um, I do think that it being like such a maternal, emotional figure though is really challenging, especially if you're, especially, 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 I think if you're like at a very emotionless sign on the sun and the rising. So like, a, I don't know, Aquarius or <laughs> Virgo that I think it could be really hard to have a cancer moon, right? Like imagine how that feels. I mean, I can't. No, it sounds awful. I can't. I have no water in my chart. So many feelings. No, I don't either. Yeah. We both are waterless. Yeah, which is why we're constantly seeking water, which yeah. is why my bumble is set to filter. I want a Pisces or a Scorpio. Mm -hmm. No cancer. Oh, my God. You know what? I know you had a falling out with one recently. I was there. But cancer in general, love with an utterly deep capacity that when you actually like are there with them. It's, it's magical. There's no one else in the whole, I mean, there's no one else like that. There's no one else. Like I'm trying to convince you. She's just staring at me with dead eyes. Fine. It's not dead. You eyes. wrote off Taurus and cancer. You have nobody left. Okay. I can't, I can't, You're a Virgo. What are you going to rely on? Gemini? Like what? Hey, 
I mean, uh, good luck with that. Uh, they're not going to pick you up when you're climbing out of the boat drowning. I'm just putting it out. Uh, like- okay, hang on. Let's roll back there for a second because I had a Gemini in my life that I relied <laughs> on who literally CYA'd me. Did he not? This is true. Exactly. Yeah, that's fine. Yes. It's this weird Virgo Gemini bond mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is just strange. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, this is my advice for Cancer Moon. Okay. Don't take it personally. That's that's honestly my biggest advice. Do with that as you will. You're probably crying about it, but try not to. Okay. Okay. So who is next? Oh, I'm sorry. Fifth Moon, Leo Moon. Thank you very much. I was being sarcastic. No one laughed. Okay. So Leo Moon's. Where do we begin with this? Self-involved, a little narcissistic, especially when they're stressed out. You don't say. They are very prideful. It takes a really hard time for them to apologize to you. They will eventually. They'll probably send you a text and just be like, miss you. And then you'll never hear from them again. Um, Well, at least not for a while. Um, They are kind of thinking about themselves a lot. I would say they're pretty self-aware of their emotions. Like they'll tell you, I'm a type of person. I'm a type of person. Like that's a big thing with Leo moons. Um, they, but they do put a lot of pride in them. They take a lot of pride in themselves to do the work and figure out how to like be better. Except it's like a thing, right? So they'll be like, oh, I've been really like, you know, emotionless lately. And I've been going to therapy and I just feel like I've really made a lot of progress. And you're sitting there like, Okay. And they just talk about it for like an hour. And then I read this book and then I watched Oprah and it just goes on and on. So it becomes a thing where it's like, I'm proud of you, but you're getting on my nerves. So that's kind of where they run into issues. I don't know that this is a great moon sign to have. I hate to say that it's a confident moon sign, but it's a little blinded by the light a little bit. Do you agree? I mean, I, okay. Once again, so what I'm learning is I actually have a very specific niche of the type of people that I surround myself with, mm-hmm. which I mean, that, that checks out, right? Yep. Um, most people I think are drawn to what they need. So I have zero Leo moons in my life. My Lord girl. Zero. Not no. a one. Uh, all I'm going to say is the Leo moons in my life are, you know, I'm going to use the word dramatic. Um, I think you just have more friends than I do. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, that Sagittarius, makes sense. Very popular. No, not at all. I actually have one friend. She's here. Hi. <laughs> and my dog. And then I has I forgot I have a husband. But the point is, is that the Leo moons that I know, it's like so sensitive, like so like, like to an extent of an absolutely just God annoyance. Like just, just I'm, I can't deal with the annoyance. Like, defining themselves by everything. I'm th- I am this, I am this, I am this, I am working on this. I am that it's just too much. I think Leo moon, you really need to take a look at yourself. I know you like that and just start to go, you know what? I should listen to other people, ask questions, get to know them. They're Watch not going to do that. I know. They're but not wouldn't do it be that. nice? What if they have like, what if they were like a Pisces sun with a Leo moon? Do you think maybe they would do that or Virgo moon or something? Virgo, I'm just going to use Virgo for everything. Virgo sun with a, with a Leo moon. I think that sounds complicated. Yeah. But what but would be a good also, compliment for that? I mean, look at me. Yeah. You're Leo. Ri- yeah. But Leo <laughs> rising Leo moon are slightly different. Although not terribly. No. One is, not terribly. One is the, what is it? One is the exterior. One is the interior. Pretty much. Yeah. So when the soul, the soul, I would be really, I would feel really weird if my like outside was very neurotic and organized and my inside was like a party animal. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I view Leos. I just like, they're like, they'll like, 
they like to, I don't know I think of my brother like no they are they're very happy warm yeah. like hi I'm but also crazy freaking crazy crazy I would never ever ever cross one no I would no it, it's like a it's a lion like oh it's so cute until you touch it and then it bites your hand off that's no it's much not how. just it bites my hand off it literally takes its claws and eviscerates you yeah that's a very true statement I yeah. agree with that thank 100%. you let's move on okay this is the most important moon it's the Virgo moon. I have no Virgo moons in my life. Which is a si- <laughs> which is the sixth house. I do actually. I I do. I have I have quite a few. In fact, uh, someone that you know is a Virgo moon that we were recently in contact with. Um, we'll talk about it later. Let me see your phone. Okay. Here you go. Um, so Virgo moons, they have to be in control. Okay. So. Remember, Virgo is ruled by perfectionism, stress. So when they're stressed out, they want to be in control. This is important to remember. They're very easily irritated by anything. So Jack and I are both Virgo. And I will tell you that our sun signs are pretty dominant and, you know, get very, very irritated very easily. Maybe more so me than her, but we still are both easily irritated, ir- irritable. So Ilana just passed me her phone yeah. because she doesn't want to say this person's name. No. That totally checks out. 100%. Extremely 100%. need to take control. Easily let me irritated. tell you, let me tell you what this says about you, even though <laughs> I don't really know. I'm just going to act like I know. And that way you think I'm smart. Yeah. Yeah. 100% because yeah. it's a neurotic thing, especially health related. Ugh. Yeah. Um, this is the other thing you need to know is that they will criticize their loved ones when they're stressed. Do not look at me like that. My sun sign is not my entire chart, but it happens. Okay. It's not mine either. So stop looking at me like that. They feel very calm when they're told they're right. But let's be honest, Virgos are always right. And if you think that we're wrong, you're an idiot. We are always right. We're very clairvoyant. We're actually fortune tellers and we're the best sign of Zodiac. And they like to complete tasks. They like to finish things. They clean a room. It makes them feel really good. Really just, mm, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, I don't know, like tourists like want to cuddle up with like a bowl of pasta. We want to cuddle up with some detergent and a nice plant. And that's really important for Virgo Moon. Does my NPR voice? Um, I mean, I don't have a Virgo Moon, but that's literally my coping mechanism. Well, the thing is, is that because you are a you're such a Virgo you really are you're such, such I have such so a much Virgo in my chart such a Virgo then your moon is like important of course but that Virgo moon is just going that Virgo sun is just going to swallow it a little bit but I also think that like my Aquarian moon highlights the neurosis yes. of my Virgo-ness but also you become Aquarian especially when you get like a drink in you but you definitely become <laughs> Aquarian when you're like you'll just start ran- randomly naming people's names and like I've never heard of them and then you'll like go off on a tangent and like sometimes I'm you're talking and I'm like, what's going on? That's your Aquarius. Cause Virgo would never do that. They'd be like, well, at 5 PM on Saturday, I got up and brushed my hair. Like it's just, and then I would say, well, what did you use in your hair? And what did you use on your skin? And it'd be a whole conversation. Your Aquarius just like jumps and jumps and jumps and jumps and jumps different places. So that Virgo moon for someone with a Virgo moon, it's going to keep them pretty controlled. Now, What's your advice with that? Like, what do you feel like someone of the Virgo moon needs to know? Like, what is your, what is your Jack guidance? Jacqueline guidance? Uh, Jacqueline guidance is not everybody needs to know your opinion. Oh, this feels real personal. Continue. Well, no, I mean, it's, it, well, I literally just told you, like, I don't have any Virgo <laughs> moons in my life, but, it, but I mean, 
uh, from the experience that we recently had, it's best not to say anything if yeah. you're not an expert. Because what you can do is you can cause the other person to spiral. Especially if you talk to another Virgo. As don't do that. It, especially yeah. about healthcare, because women women Virgos. Well, yeah. I don't. My Be experiences mother. with women Virgos, yeah. not men Virgos, are very very conscientious about their health. We're ruled by the house of health, right? Literally. Yeah. So if you want to stress somebody out. Yep. Tell them that they're sick. <laughs> that's not nice. Tell them to check their stuff. Yeah, that's super not Tell nice. Tell them that something could be wrong with them mentally. That'll go real well. Or that their spouse might be cheating on them. Like, 100%. Like, go talk to somebody else about talk that person. Yeah. But, like, don't tell them because you are not the expert. No. I don't care how many doctors you have. and or, <laughs> or, like, how many. I, I just don't care. Just no. Keep your mouth shut. I agree. And remember that even though you like to problem solve and analyze and you are amazing with advice, Virgo Moon. Analyze yourself. Yes. Because that anxious and worrisomeness is going to come out with those Earth Moonness tendencies. Okay. Thank you very much. Stay vicious. Okay. Moving on. Libra Moon. Libra. 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 Seventh house. Mm, okay. This is a very harmonious, beautiful compassion, companionship. Sorry. <gasps> An equal sign. Yes. My... Mm. My favorite intern is a Virgo with <laughs> a Libra moon. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Shout out to her. Um, so this moon does not enjoy conflict, although I would beg to differ. They like drama, but that's off topic. They like a very peaceful and aesthetically pleasing environment. I'm trying to finish and then you can go off. Okay? I have another Libra moon. Good. You, know, you know who he is. He's my first kiss. Oh, nice. nice yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, they're very like, they have really good taste in clothing, hair, all that stuff that we all love. Um, they like art. They, um, have a strong sense of justice. That's important to them. So like, you know, they want to make sure, I think that they make like, they'd make like a really good lawyer actually. Now I think about it. Um, they're very sweet, gentle. They can be a little codependent though. Um, I think that they can be overly compromising, which can be real annoying. It might sound nice to you. It's not. Um, they are really afraid of losing other people. And so they'll kind of stuff down their emotions and that will make them, people think that they're, you know, not someone they really want to click with. Um, I guess people that are interested in mystery will like that. But most people will find it really annoying. Um, if you know what I'm talking about, Scorpio, you'd probably hate that. Um, they really make it hard for others to help them. Yes. Which I think is really frustrating um, because then they'll be upset and you'll have no idea why because they didn't tell you. And to be honest with you, they probably don't even know why either, which is really annoying. So, I mean, look, here's the thing. It's, it's a good moon sign to have though. It is. I mean, it's a very like calm and peaceful and pleasant, like in work, I feel like it could be really nice, but in a personal relationship, I think it could be a bit challenging. The, there is somebody else with a Libra moon in our life. There uh, is. That we both know. Mm -hmm. Oh, I actually know quite a few Libra moons and this is, this is, I, it's really funny. I, I happen to surround myself, I guess, with a lot of people in my working life that are Libra moon people in my past and my present. Fascinating. And I think the biggest thing is just this lack of asking for help and then feeling really upset if they're told that, I guess, things are not perfect or not what they need to be. And that, that's a problem. So what are your, what's your advice for Libra Moon? Hmm. I mean, I can't stop thinking about my Pisces Libra. 
Like my brain's gone into like the gutter. Like I'm I'm focused on something else. I'm oh reminiscing. God. It's whenever there's a Pisces. Involved. I'm reminiscing. Like Mine it's like doesn't. the Pisces Libra is a very interesting combo. Yeah, yeah, because they're very Oof. like they're emotional, sexy. but they don't want to like share it. But very at the same sexy. time, like they're like I still get my shit done. Yep. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. And all of a sudden, he's starting to make way more sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that a Libra Moon is just a challenge. Like, it's, it's also probably why he's like still around. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Very codependent, very social. That makes a lot of sense. But that's also a Pisces thing. I mean, Pisces like latch on. They're just like, hello, I'm here forever. It's like so annoying. It's like super annoying. Every every Pisces ex ever like just waving in the background. Except for. Yeah, well, yeah. no, I, I cut a few out. But the point is, is that just, you know, Libra Moon, I, my biggest advice, really, I cannot stress this enough. Just express yourself a little bit more. And if you're worried about that, then I'll just tell you. Maybe you got you need to like work on that in your life. Okay. Are you ready to move on? Yeah, absolutely. Let's move on to my favorite. This is the moon that everyone cares about, okay? If this moon is in your chart, you are certifiably the most intense, emotional, I don't want to say crazy, that's not very nice, but in just just a person in the world, okay? Scorpio moons or or the eighth house. They are freaking intense, man. She's giving me the look. Oh, you don't know sign language. I mean, a little bit, but I don't, not enough to know what you're talking about, Okay. It's hard to it, just just text me. It's I, you know it's hard when we're we're explaining. We know it. we have one that we just recently kind of. Oh yes, I know. Yes, yeah. that's true. So, so here's the thing about Scorpio Moon. Okay, they need a lot of privacy, a lot of security, a lot of intensity. They want someone that they can like social, like just they want to take someone's soul, pull it out of their body, and go. Let's co- like let's just cohabitate and love each other. They want really strong, strong sexual chemistry. They want to feel like they're like a partner with someone that there's like a, it's very high standards. Okay. Like almost impossible. They have a very hard time trusting people and opening up. This is a big problem. Um, so when you actually are able to win a Scorpio moon, that is a very big deal because they will be loyal forever into the end of time. And they will give you all their emotions and all their guts. They feel very deeply. That's like the best thing I can possibly, like the thing I can say is the most important thing to remember here. Very ASMR. Thank you. Very secret, secret pet people. Very expressive. They will not be close to you if there is not like a, a vibe that they feel is deep. It's going somewhere. They're not going to have small talk. They're like, screw that. I have no time for this garbage. I'd rather just stay home and just like sit there. Um, they will instead brood, I would say is the right word. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. and and explode. Um, and um, this is something that I read on the cut. They have excellent hate sex. So that's fun. I personally am a big fan of hate sex. So sounds fun. Like I Scorpio Moons, I'm married, but in my next life, I would love to hang out. Let's see what happens. Take did, you, did you really just... You just approved a Scorpio. I mean, I like the idea of them. Okay. Like, I mean, I, I'm with a Pisces, so I'm close. I'm like, you know, what is it like edging with a Scorpio? Oh my God. I can't believe you just said that. What the hell? <laughs> I'm on the fence. I'm on the, I'm on the fence. You're edging. Yeah. Lana, that's so sexual. I'm out of water. So I really am like parched. Um, but what is your, what is your advice for Scorpio moons? Um, go outside. Okay. Like literally like go outside. Like that's what I think. Um, you're often when you, when you're 
as as Ilana said, when you're brooding, you can oftentimes put yourself in this like cave, in this hole where you just kind of like drown in your own darkness yep. and you forget that like there's a door you can walk out of or like maybe open the blinds, <laughs> you know, like go outside, go for a walk. Stop being a vampire. Oh, this is a fun one because it is my moon. Thank you very much. Okay. The ninth house also known as the Sag- Sagittarius moon. And we were talking about this earlier. It's called, I call it the SAG moon. Can we talk about how weird that abbreviation is? The SAG moon. It just, oh, I mean, like I'm moon. Sure. Sagamone. I was thinking more about boobs, but that's cool. I mean, I don't think I'm there yet, but someday I will be have SAG moons. So no, you won't, <laughs> you won't. You're too vain. You will absolutely a hundred percent get that fixed. Yeah. That's my Sagittarius moon. So this is, this sign feels very uh, unsafe when they are trapped. This They need freedom. They want freedom from work, relationships, uh, even like, you know, like friendship groups. And they have a lot of different acquaintances, but only like a few really good friends. They, they do actually, they honor and sort of like admire people that are wild and unpredictable. Um, but once again, they like to have only a few close confidence. They're very inspiring people. <laughs> this, this is like, so me, um, here's the thing. Um, when I was getting my chart read before I got married, I was, I was really stressed about getting married. The commitment thing really freaked me out. And I was like, you know, I'm a Virgo. Why in the world am I afraid of commitment? I am such a loyal, committed sign. Like Virgos have their whole life planned out. And my, my, um, astrologer was like that Sagittarius moon in my rising, but is very powerful for you. It is going to dominate your life and it's going to make you want to run away all the time to the end of time. You're going to constantly be like, I want to run away. I want to be with other people. Ah." I cannot tell you how many times I had to talk her off a ledge before they got married. Like, I mean, her husband, God bless him. He, I think, was it, was it? at the wedding or was it the day after it was like we wouldn't have gotten married if you hadn't been here no he was the yeah it was probably the day after the wedding and yeah. like granted like that was super sweet and i'm sure he's yeah. just feeding my ego but no, also totally i think right. there's like a smidgen of truth to that no he wrote me two cards because he knew i was freaking out here's the thing like it's not that i don't want it's not that we don't want to be with the other person it's that we fundamentally do not enjoy monogamy we always think there's something different we're very scared of commitment we don't like being tied down we feel very trapped that's the problem with sag moon it's such a fun moon sign because there's is so much energy there. Like I said, it's, it's actually quite inspiring person and people find like a lot, they're just excited by sag moons. But once again, this, it's, it's amazing. Of, you've been able to commit to me for this long. Yeah. Sag moons are hard, man. Especially like since we've been long distance, the majority of it, but that's, that works for sag moon. That's uh, the thing. Yeah. Cause lack of commitment. I get it. Yeah. hundred yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah. However, once again, they really like those close relationships and they don't like small talk. It's similar to Scorpio as they need these really deep emotional connections. They don't want to waste their time. They'll tell you like, you're annoying. I don't talk to you, but it's weird. Don't you also need like instant chemistry? Yeah. That's, like you're well, not willing, like, like you don't do the small talk. So when you meet somebody, yeah. you need the instant yes, conversation yes. chemistry yeah. to feel that connection yeah. with someone to even care about having a relationship. Yeah. That's the segment. That's also my Venus. But yeah, that's, that's 100% a thing. 100%. Yeah. It's also, it's also a rising sign thing for sure. I think my advice for sag moons uh, would be like, really lean into your sun sign when it comes to commitment <laughs> because you're never if you want to get married and you're never going to be able to because you're going to be like I, 
this other person I met on the elevator and they made me feel things and I'm going to be with them. Like that's like, literally how we feel. It's ridiculous. And you're going to chase away something really, really good. I know it's this, this um, grass is greener kind yeah. of approach to life, which is, which is actually, it's, it's fundamentally something, it's like a wave that I've actually also seen. So your yeah. SAG is actually probably flared up with um, swipe app dating, to oh be totally my honest. God. Yeah. yeah. So like now that the opportunity is there and it's like literally like, it's like a cupcake in front of you that you can't eat. I mean, you really can't eat the cupcake because no, you can't. have a gluten issue. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, it's like, it's, it, it's something that's right there. Mm-hmm. And so it requires a daily like reminder um yeah. not reminder it's a it's a daily discipline yeah and I will say this that on the flip side of that if I had the cupcake I wouldn't want the cupcake mm-hmm. but once again what's going to really fulfill a Sagittarius moon is honestly probably traveling and exploring especially when they're younger um Capricorn <laughs> Capricorn I have a lot of Capricorn moons okay let's talk about it so the 10th house is the cap moon this person wants to be a legacy okay they want a long-term legacy and they want to feel like they're creating something in their life that's going to last for the end of time. They find that power is a really big turn on for them. Lots of like success. They really, really like that. It's like a they want to find people that they uh, admire their success, basically. Um, they need someone who uh, with really good boundaries, really good principles and really good ambition. You have to be ambitious. You're not ambitious. They want nothing to do with you. They do want to have a lot of alone time, a lot of peace, though, so they can recharge because they're quite they tend to be more of an introvert. So they can be kind of depressed and melancholy, which is not great. Uh, they also can be pretty emotionally distant and very nurturing, though, which is something I read on Astro Style, which I thought was very and very. They love their, I love their uh, article on moon signs. I think it's awesome. Um, there, so remember your your moon sign is almost like your id, if you know Freud stuff. You know the the whole uh, iceberg theory. Um, they're your your subconscious. Ego, yes, yeah. yeah. So they their fears can be very, very debilitating for them. So what they do, they're professional compartmentalizers, which is pretty cool in my opinion. So when they are stressed out, they can literally compartmentalize their emotions and their stress. It's pretty cool. Um, but very ambitious people, they have really good high expectations. Um, one thing I'll tell you is they pretend that they don't have feelings and they do. So you'll see them like in the corner crying and you'll go up to them and be like, what's wrong? And they're like, you know, oh, I am sad, but only for five minutes and then I won't be sad anymore. Like they're very, it's like they know how to prioritize that. It's very weird, very robotic. Um, yeah. So that's cat moon. What do you want to say about the cat moons in your life? Well, the cat moon in my life, uh, man, she's like really special. She's really special. She has, a, she's a rising Leo. Mm-hmm. Or not a rising Leo. Her her um, son is Leo, and she is just this feisty, yep. feisty woman who um, who who bold, really, yeah, and demands excellence out of yep. everybody. Yeah, but is also like really hard on herself. Yeah, um, because definitely. she she demands it too, and she's constantly feeling like she doesn't have enough hours in the day to be able to accomplish the things that she needs to to feel proud of the work that she's producing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she has partnered with somebody who's a little lazy, but. But like a huge risk taker, yeah, which is fascinating, right? Because because the Capricorn, because it's an Earth sign, is always very like very grounded. Not a huge risk taker, no. likes to be calculated. But they'll go after their ambitious nature. Yeah, yeah. so it, it's just fascinating because you know he is. I mean, he just quit his job, right? Yeah. Like a very stable job, was super happy with it for the last like four or five years. Like they're pretty much their entire marriage, almost the entire marriage, yeah. not quite. Um, 
but yeah, to go work at a startup. And yeah. she's, and she was like, I think, I think she admires that risk taking. Yeah. Cause for that's a, that's a functional risk. It is. But yeah. at the same time, she's like, okay, do we have enough money in the bank to be able to support this? Which is totally not her sun sign. So yeah. So it makes sense. This is what I'll say about cat moons. Like legitimately have a look. Like all the cat moons I've had in my life, a lot of them I've worked with have a look. I don't know how to explain it. It's like an ease. Like they always take that picture in the sun and like everything's very like, mm. Oh my gosh. I'm totally. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Every single one that I know. And I know like seven. Um, and they're, they're very grounded, very ambitious. I think everything we've read, honestly, I think it's a good moon sign. The only thing I'll say is I think that they have a, their feelings probably result in anxiety or like some sort of panic because they don't know how to deal with them. I could see that. Like I'm going to deal with it later. And so they start to panic and they're like, why am I panicking? Well, cause you haven't dealt with your feelings. So my advice, cat moon ready. You want to say it with me? Journal. I wasn't even going to say it with you because you, no. you literally, I'm watching the bars on our screen and you're just, <laughs> you're going to drown me out anyway. Journal. So what's the point? <laughs> shut the H up. Okay. Just kidding. No, seriously. Give your Did advice. Did you just say shut the H up? Yeah, it was weird. I don't really understand. It was very strange. Why don't, why don't you say what your advice is for cat moods? Go ahead. Um, call me. Oh. Yeah. Call me. Let's talk. Wow. It's the first time you've ever invited a Capricorn into your your bubble, your circle. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, well, I, and you know what? I find it very interesting too, because, uh, your physical therapist, right? She's a Virgo yep. and her dad is a Capricorn. Yep. And we had a good bonding moment the other night, uh, at happy hour because yeah. we struggle with the same issues with Capricorns. Yeah. Yeah. So that was great. I mean, I like it. Yeah. I mean, I my, my Virgo loves it. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. The Virgo is just like, yummy, yummy, yummy. I mean, take it. I'm going to the so now we get into the 11th house, Aquarius moon. I have 15 <laughs> Aquarius moons that I'm connected that with. That is fascinating. Right? Because you are aqua moon. <laughs> this is interesting though, because this is a, a moon sign that needs friendship, collaboration, and a common cause. I see that. That is fascinating. I see that. So whereas I like to have acquaintances, but lots of close friends, you're more of the, the sense of I need to have friendships like a lot of friendships. Like, yeah, you want your close friends, but you like to have meaningful friendships. So it doesn't have to be even close friends where I can have, I can have, you know, I just know them. You want to actually know them. It doesn't have to be even a close, right. I like to know people's secrets. Right, exactly. So it's a rebellious moon, interestingly enough. Um, It has a strong sense of who they are, very individual, very like strong individuals. Um, They are quite like fascinated by things as like, I don't know, subconscious kind of things, surrealist things. They are not likely to settle down very easily. Nope. And even if they do, they need a lot of freedom. Yep. Yeah, a lot of freedom or they're going to go off and do their own little thing. You want to hear what's really funny since we're bringing this up? And since we're talking about me and since you talked about yourself during this too. So while we were (laughs) at dinner tonight, I was, well, you were like, I don't know, having a moment with those two guys that live in your building. I, um, I was on on my dating app and I updated part of my profile. Mm -hmm. You're going to freaking love this. This is like so on brand right now. On brand. Got it. So. It says, um, the hallmark of a good relationship is understanding silence is okay and not torture. It's okay to leave each other alone. I promise. Ooh. Weird, right? Yeah. That it's is super weird. weird that we're having this discussion. And then I'm like, I just want people to be like, hey, I love you, but leave me alone. No, because literally they're, it says that they will ghost you without even realizing it. Oh, yeah. They I do that all the time. Also, they don't understand vulnerability as a strength, which is fascinating because I actually think you like vulnerability. 
but they don't think it's a strength. And the other thing that the cut says, which is really interesting, is they said they are beautifully disconnected from social norms surrounding happiness and emotional security, but struggle to make themselves emotionally available to others. That is fascinating based off of what you just said. Hmm. I don't know. Do you want to psychoanalyze me and see how that ties into who I am? Well, she's definitely the type of person that like when we were younger, and I might have said this the last episode, I don't really know, but we would go out to like dinner. No one was dancing. It was dinner. And then she'd just be like, let's dance. And I was like, <laughs> I I'm, still I'm like, do that. What are you wrong? talking Don't get me wrong. Like I, I used to rave. Like I like to dance, but there's no one dancing. It's like not a dancing place. And she's like, let's dance. And that's her, that's her like Aquarius thing. And it ends up being fun, but it is a disconnect from social norms. It's like stuff like that. Or like we we're at we're like a long time ago, we were out to lunch and this guy was like trying to flirt with her. And he's like, how's your burger? And she's like, do oh you want a bite? Gosh. And she just like oh sticks it in his mouth. Like <laughs> the burger, by the way. By the way, he's a Gemini. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Me and my Geminis. Yeah. I just collect them. Ugh. Anyway, point is, is that the, it's just fascinating to me. I think that a lot of people in my life, when they meet Jack, they will say that like, she's like a big personality. But as our Virgo friend said, the right people are going to be really into that. Now, I think that that's more your Leo, Leo rising. But I think that that Aquarius moon comes out when you're getting really, when you get close to people, when you have this like emotional connection with them. And that a lotness that they talk about isn't a lot. It's that you are excited and you have a lot of stuff going on in your head and a lot of like a lot. Yes. A lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm. That's that Aquarius moon to me. That was a really good job of you trying to put the shovel down and fill the hole back in. It wasn't meant the way I said it. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite moon. Believe it or not. Yeah. I didn't um, see that coming. Yeah, it really is my favorite moon. Um, it is in the twelfth house. It is the Pisces moon, and everyone I've known in my life that has a Pisces moon, no matter even the Gemini, have been a delight. So, this is a very dreamy, artsy, imaginative moon. Very like moony. Um, they're they like okay, their like safe place is like the insides of who they are. It's hard to explain. It's like they have like this dream inside of who they are, like their own little house, like. Pisces live in their own little world more so than Taurus. They've actually decided that it's, it's like an imaginary world. That's like a place they've actually like colored and put people into and stuff. It's like a little dollhouse. That's where they're safe. They, um, they have really compassionate people in their life, but they have no boundaries and that's a big problem. So like everyone's their best friend. It's kind of hard. Um, they can be very much escapist, especially when they're, when they're stressed out, they'll kind of flee the scene. Something my husband does. Um, but they, when they do this, it doesn't necessarily mean that they go running away. They might be like, go watch TV or something, or like it could be worse and they could be doing something like partying and blah, blah, blah. Now, the reason I really, really like this moon is because I think it is a soft moon, a loving moon and a moon that will look you in the eyes and ask you what's going on with you and, and never, ever think the worst of you. And I think that that's so beautiful, but on the flip side of that, also very victim-y, very naive, very like, my God, why do people hate me kind of thing, which, you know, I freaking don't like. Um, and that's a problem. So what is your advice, Miss Jack, for Pisces moons? I mean, the Pisces moons that I personally know, um, they're very wishy-washy. Interesting. Yeah, okay. they're wishy-washy. Like, I think that they make these like big grand gestures and then immediately are like, uh-oh. Fascinating. Like, I don't know if they necessarily regret it. Or if they're more or less like, I should have thought that through more, you know? Um, and like, they're, they're very sweet. They're very sweet. But I think they also have the, they, 
they get the like rose colored glasses. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Like literally the ones I know. Yeah. So it's just like they fall in love very easily. Yeah. That's I mean, that's just Pisces in general. But but yeah, they fall in love very easily or what they think is love. Yeah, exactly. Uh, What is it? Night like it's vulnerable right yeah, they're, yeah. Just, they're just they're just projecting they're like yeah. if i'm going to tell you all my secrets uh-huh. then i obviously must love you and trust right. you and the other person's just like what the hell yeah it's a fantasy yeah. yeah so it's like i don't know maybe like earth to pisces come back down they're hard to read though they're very hard to read yes yeah. yes very yes. hard to read yes. i don't think they know how to explain or navigate their feelings I don't think they understand them. They just like talk and if you ask the Pisces how they feel, they'll go off into a whole nother conversation. And you're like, wait, what? We were talking about your feelings. And you're all of a sudden you're talking about some movie they watched five years ago. Like, I don't understand how they get from a point A to point B, but I will say this. They're very healing people, very artistic people, very sensual and very spiritual. And I like that because I don't have any of that. I feel like you and I both need a lot of that in our lives. I mean, that's why, well, it, which is why it's really funny that the majority of my people are Aquarian moons. Yeah, I think it is very, very fascinating. Yeah. But I think it works for you because you like more extroverted people. Well, they're introverted, less extroverted. But I think you like people that like like to go out and do things and be social and give you really good advice, stuff like that. Yeah, like your husband. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's an aqua moon. I forgot. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why he and I connect extremely well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. But he is a Pisces. Remember that. I know. You love your Pisces. I do. They're like little, little fishies that you just squishy. Remember, fish can jump out of your hands. So we went through all the moon signs. I don't know if you knew that. There's <laughs> nothing left. But now that we've gone over moon signs, we're going to get into our favorite segment, which is where you guys ask us questions on Just Girl Project. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that is our sponsor, Just Girl Project. Thank you so much, Just Girl Project, for sponsoring us. How many times are you going to say that? A lot. I'm just waiting for you to be like, shout out Just Girl Project. Shout out Just Girl Project. Okay. Would you like to read the questions off? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so far, you've only sent me three. So I'll go with that. (laughs) I I have more. Uh, Well, I know you do, but you've only sent me three. So I'll just read the three that I currently can see okay cool. um so our first question comes from Brittany stobin Ooh. Uh, she wants to know why do i feel disconnected from my moon sign it doesn't seem to correlate with me so why do i think it doesn't correlate with you and i'm sure jack can kind of echo this i think that the moon sign can become more important as you get older and your your rising sign can become less important as you get older but also it just depends on how strong your other planets are really wouldn't you say i mean yes and no i think it really actually i'm not quite sure what you mean by strength but what i'm thinking of is like for example uh, when when you read your chart right like your natal chart and your solar chart and whatnot and you find out where your sign is sitting within all your planets Mm -hmm. and how close they are to each other i think that's where you develop your those specific sign related strengths yeah so you know like when we had our charts read right i've got my my son my um my venus my saturn yep and what's the other one that i have in virgo oh i don't remember to be honest with you it was your venus for sure yeah but but it was weird well my moon was right on the other side so my virgo was like pinned between like my um my moon and my venus Right. So he was like, wow, this is really, 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 you're really heavy. Virgo. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. very sorry for you, essentially, um, which was really kind of <laughs> kind of I, I can empathize. Yeah it, yeah, it is. It's not fun to be a Virgo. Um, but but yeah, so I think it really just kind of depends on where where you're heaviest. 
Yeah. The other thing is you want to make sure you double check your time you were born. That's very important. But one thing is that the moon actually is an indicator of past karma and it could determine the kind of family you're born into and other yes. your childhood experiences. So a lot of times the moon sign will be like the beginning of your life and the sun sign will kind of take over and have more influence as you become older. That's just how it is with some people. Some people would say the other way around. So just remember the moon changes as the moon changes and, and like your sun sign changes as you get older too. Like it's all kind of moving around. And so you might identify with your moon later in life, or maybe you identified it when you were younger. That's just something to keep in mind and be mindful of. Whereas your sun sign is going to be pretty akin to who you are for your entire life. It's just going to move around a little bit. You're just going to notice a lot more personality traits that you can tie back with your sun sign. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Grace G has a question. Why is my Aquarius man holding me back from love? You've been hurt in your past. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we literally just had the conversation about how your moon is really like about like the family you're born into. Mm -hmm. Everybody I know with an Aquarian moon has a really messed up family life. Yeah. Um, so the chances are is that uh, you developed a fear of commitment at a very young age because you probably had a really hard time relying on other people and not, not necessarily relying on them in the sense of like, um, for like shelter or food or things like that, but just any type of like, like people didn't seem to have time for you. Yeah. And when you develop this, I don't want to call it a defense mechanism. We'll call it a, an emotional callus. That's what I'm yeah, going to call it. It's an emotional callus. So you're hardening yourself off. It, it's kind of like, you know, if you walk around barefoot all the time, eventually you'll develop calluses on your feet so the ground won't hurt anymore. Mm. So now what you've done is you've developed this callus around your emotions to where it's not going to hurt now if people don't have time for you. But really, like, that's, that's, that's challenging. And you're really going to have to make a conscious effort to heal whatever pain that you've been through and and I guarantee you it's not it's not an easy road yeah it's not an easy road take it from somebody who's been there um I'm still there I mean you know I'm coming up on 34 and I'm single and my relationships have not gone the way that I thought that they were going to go and you know some of them some of those things are my fault and then some of those things were really unexpected um but whatever, but regardless, it's like, take responsibility for your behavior in the relationship. And once you can start taking, not, I'm not saying analyze your behavior, but just take responsibility for it. Yeah. Once you start taking responsibility, you'll start behaving like an adult. Yeah. And people who do that will attract worthy partners. And just make sure that you show up because people want to give you what they want to receive. So make sure that those lines of communication are open and that like love wavelength is there and available. Love it. That I know that really was deep, deep right? Super deep. That was yeah. super deep. Um, Gemini 4-7 is asking about uh, the characteristics of a fire moon. By the way, I love the term fire moon. I think it's really cool. It's Go for it. So... They have an inner need to be seen and heard. So they bottle up their emotions. If they do, if they bottle up their emotions for too long, they're going to come out explosively. So that's really the makings to me of a fire moon. They're really like full of passionate energy and they really rely on their instincts. Um, they definitely react first and then they ask questions later. So just being around a fire moon basically is being around a ticking time bomb. And I hate to say that cause I'm a fire moon. So 
you're going to have very dramatic, impulsive outbursts. Just putting that out there. So that's kind of like the markings to me of a fire moon. I mean, Jack, do you feel like since I am your best friend and I'm a fire moon, I'm very much a fire moon and you have some fire moons in your life. What do you feel like are, are characteristics of that? Like, how do you feel like, for example, my, my Virgo differentiates from my Sagittarius moon? So you have this very strange manipulative trait where you like to make people cry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm not wrong. Uh, and, and it's not necessarily, I think, because you feel power when you make people cry. Definitely or when not. You definitely like, not. But what you're doing is, is you're creating a reaction that you can understand versus trying to guess what the reaction is. Oh, that's true. So um, you prefer emotions to be displayed in front of you physically because you don't understand emotions when they are not displayed physically, I guess. So, so for example, like if I'm really sad and I'm keeping to myself, you would rather watch me cry than just want to be alone because it's easier for you to understand that I'm sad if I'm crying than if I just want to be alone. Fascinating. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's definitely a fireman thing based off of what I'm saying. Yeah, like it's huh. like it's really hard for you to like look at people and be like, I don't know what they're feeling. What are they feeling? Yeah, what I hate that. Drives me what are they freaking feeling? insane. What are they feeling? Like, I'd rather see it. So let me let me poke at it and see what happens. And then I can help. Right. But yeah. it doesn't always end up helping. No. But then they have a outburst, which I like too, because I'm a fireman. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So either way, like you want to help, but you just don't know how to. Fair. So the way that you try and help is by allowing them to express it physically, outwardly, <laughs> even though nine times out of ten people really don't want to express their feelings. No, outwardly. they do yeah. not. Interesting. Okay, cool. Um, Adama says, why are water moon signs so sensitive? So what do you want to say about that? Why are they so sensitive? Uh, because you're, because you think everything is your fault. Yeah. You carry an emotional you load. You either think everything is your fault or nothing is your fault. Yeah. And then you become really tired from that yeah. because you think everything is your responsibility, but right. it's not. And then you get pissed off yep. because things don't go according to plan and you don't know how to handle yep. when things aren't exactly how you want them to be. Now I can relate to this because I'm a Virgo. Yeah. Right. And you so are. Like, oh, my God. Right. I'm like, sure. oh, I didn't even know this. <laughs> so, no, like I can relate to it because I'm very like, like you show up late to my date. I'm not going to see you again. I'm the like, same way. Like I'm very unforgiving mm-hmm. when it comes to that kind of stuff. When it comes yeah. to like more serious stuff, I'm obviously I'm a little bit of a doormat, but we're working on that. Right. Working on it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So I would say. Check your expectations of others. Yeah. I think that's really important. Make sure that you're seeing the people that are in your life for who they are and not what you think they should be. Yeah. Not everyone's going to have emotion, the emotional depth that you do. And also your emotional depth isn't always emotional depth. It's just drama. Well, not only that, but sometimes it's just a figment of your imagination. Yep. And, or maybe it's something that you like read in a book or yep. like a movie that you Documentary. saw. You remember, you remember like when you were a little kid and you would watch like those like Kung Fu movies and all of a sudden you'd be like fighting your sister. No, but that sounds amazing. Okay, yeah. I mean, my brother said that all the time. We would, <laughs> we would like watch like these Bruce Lee movies and then end up trying to do like, you know, martial arts on each other. Um, but it's like, it's kind of, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, mm-hmm. stop trying to replicate things that you think are supposed to be important and just focus on what actually is important. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what's important, then you need to do some soul searching. Oh, you guys, I think we need a nap or like we need to go to bed because it's late and it's the moon stuff. It's just like really It's deep. not even 10 o'clock. Look, my moon sign is drained. <laughs> oh my okay. God. She's drained. She's just done. Um, 
We love you guys. We really do. I mean, that's just my moon sign talking. My Virgo is heartless, but we do. <laughs> love you. All right. So I'm going to cut her off and <laughs> just get straight to the point. Please remember to like, subscribe, comment, rate us five stars. And if you want you know, us to answer your questions and you need to submit them to the Vicious Virgos or Just Girl Project, do it right now. So Stop that's, thinking about so it. So that's literally like... At, on Instagram, it's at the Vicious Vircos. Yep. And then you can also send it to at Just Girl Project. Yeah, that's healthy. Um, Good night. Wait, no, I, we, need, <laughs> we, need, we need like an ending catchphrase. Stay vicious. That's all right. Really, okay, ready? <laughs> Are we just going to say it? Yeah. Be like, all right, guys, have a good night. Remember to always stay, stay vicious. vicious. Bye. Oh.